0: Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Ear Biscuits. I'm Rhett. And I'm Link.
1: This week at the round table of dim lighting, we're asking the question, do we like getting recognized in public? Hmm.
0: But before we get into that discussion, we wanna let you know that we are going on Tour, and we're gonna announce all the dates was, for the rest it of. It's weird the way you said tour. 2019, I wanna make it make it clear.
1: Tour.
0: That this is it guys, these are the only dates for 2019, this may be the only dates for some time, okay? We don't know if we're gonna be going out again in 2020, we don't know, so uh, this might be your last chance definitely to see this show, a night of music and comedy, we're gonna be in Las Vegas on June 21st, Salt Lake City on June 22nd, Denver on June 23rd, Milwaukee on the 25th, Indianapolis on the 26th, Detroit on the 27th, Omaha on the 29th, and Minneapolis on the 30th. So that's wow. coming up, that's
1: coming up end of June. All right, and then I got some fall dates uh, starting September 4th. We're gonna be on on Houston. We're gonna be on Houston, Texas. Yeah, we are Texas, coming on Houston. September 4th. New Orleans, September 5th; Birmingham, Alabama, September 6th; Jacksonville, Florida, September 7th; Tampa, Florida, September 8th. Then skipping down to the end of November: Albuquerque, New Mexico, November 20th; Phoenix, 21st; Sacramento, California, November 22nd; and Valley Center, California, the
0: at the center of the valley, Harrah's
1: Resort on November 23rd. Retinlinklive.com. Get your tickets. I I want to get an update. I've kind of gotten the update. I want you to give the listener an update on your mimic diet thing. Because I, mm-hmm. I, you know, anytime you do like a, a what I'll call an experiment on yourself, I don't know how you would describe it.
0: Um, I describe it as a failed experiment.
1: Oh, okay. Especially if it's a failure, I want to hear about it. I want them to hear about it. I want to hear about it twice. I'll put it to you that way. Okay.
0: <laughs> Quick refresh. It was a. Uh, a diet designed by a professor uh, who got together with the people at the Anti-Aging Institute or something that's named something like that um, and created a diet that tricks your body into thinking that it's fasting. So you get the benefits, the physiological benefits of fasting uh, without going on completely nothing. But it's for me, for a big big man (laughs) like me, What happened? I'm just just adding to the uh, big man montage. Um, (laughs) 700 calories is not a lot. So uh, I lost nine pounds, which not hard to do when you're as big as I am, Uh, but I actually had the benefit of- How much did you weigh? Uh, I was probably like 215 when I started. Okay. and I, the reason I know exactly how much I lost and the composition of what I lost is because I did that thing they have at my gym called the in body where you get up there and you hold the thing and it gives a very <laughs> specific analysis of your, I don't, I mean, I trust that it's accurate. I, there's one at my gym
1: too. You stand on the thing, you stand on the thing barefoot. Yeah. And then you hold these things on your thumbs
0: and you hold your arms out like that. Yeah. And you don't move. And then it gives you like, this is how much muscle you have in your right arm and your left arm, and uh, yeah and then it gives you your BMI and all that. So before, so I, 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 it just happened that I did it right before and after and we were looking at it and my trainer was like, you lost nine pounds. And then she was like, um, six pounds of water. <laughs> Dang. Uh, That's, that doesn't sound like the right thing to lose. Two pounds of muscle. Oh, okay and one pound of fat. Yeah. So mission not, not accomplished. Good. Not good. I, I lost more of what I want, less of what I don't want and well, I, And I want water. And I, she was, want, yeah. She. she, she it, it wasn't that I had dehydrated myself, it was something about the fact that your nutrients enable mu- water intake into your muscles or whatever. But the thing that I also noticed is that, you know, I have all kinds of issues with my back, like all up and down the spine and like muscle stuff that happens because of weird things in my discs and all that got exacerbated to the mm-hmm. point that like it was tightening up because your body needs stuff it needs nutrients and especially if you got like you're kind of borderline about to go into like a muscle spasm at any moment and so it but after a week of just regular eating everything is back to normal you gain 9 pounds? Well, I haven't done that. I'm just saying that, like, okay. I feel good again. My back is 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 good. So, are you, are you doing? Are you still doing
1: intermittent fasting? Yeah, I'm still doing that because that just is not that a made, diet. That, that made, is a just a it's a lifestyle. Well, some people are, are like, we don't promote diets,
0: especially ones that don't work. Yeah, and the fasting was, thing—I was—I was reading the that fasting feedback. wasn't a diet. So, so to sp- it, it was a—it was a fasting period for very specific reasons, and it wasn't. So it wasn't so I could lose weight. That wasn't why I was doing it. I'm doing it because I wanted to have something that I could go back to on like a quarterly basis. If it did have good results in those in those numbers, then it would I would do it again. But it, so you
1: do recommend it, and you yeah, highly use um code EAR to lose nine pounds
0: of the wrong stuff. Yeah, you could. We you want, shouldn't be throwing our coupon code for like bunk. If things. you wanna lose one pound of fat and eight pounds of muscle and water. <laughs> oh gosh. You've got too much water and muscles. <laughs> Don't use code You know who ear. you are.
1: <laughs> too much muscle and water. Um, yeah so we're gonna, t- I, well first of all I got a cold. Like I'm three days into this thing yeah, <clears throat> I actually it's don't a pet, breathe on me. It's a pet peeve of mine. This
0: is a bad time to get a cold. This is a tough time to get a cold. What do you mean? Uh, transitioning from spring to summer, it's just it makes, oh. you, it makes you feel like you're out of sync with, with with nature. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be good in about two days because I've been doing this thing called the mimic diet, mimic oh, that, fasting diet. It's I've been called, doing that. The, uh, so that's different than the fasting mimicking diet. Um, oh. <laughs> it's, it must be a different. I have not it, been doing. Maybe anything. you'll gain muscle now. Except on that trying
1: one. to nap. It's a pet peeve of mine for podcasters to like go on and on about how their voice is different and like apologizing about how they're sick. I think it's good to acknowledge. I just wanna acknowledge it. Got some Kleenex down here. But yeah, we're gonna talk about um, a a question that we get often, I think when we're being recognized, at least I know I do, is do you get recognized often? And I think the implied follow-up question is how do you feel about that or this as it's happening? So, um, and I also think that people want to
0: know if they are the, the, like a special source of something. Like maybe he doesn't get recognized that often, right. and I've made his week. So I want to get into that, but I, something happened to me that I wanted. I've
1: been saving this story to share with you and you, and you too, Jacob. I was pointing at the, uh, at the camera, which represents one loyal listener, but then, you know, but also Jacob out of the corner of his eye, he saw me point. Now I am pointing at you. That's that's what it feels like for me to point at you. Incidentally, pointing is a part of this story.
0: Oh gosh, this Um, is
1: not good. It's fine. Um, This happened in the context of when we were taking care of my father-in-law Louis (laughs) at the hospital and I took a break and I came home and I was exhausted and I I was gonna take a nap but then I was like, you know what, it will be therapeutic for me to walk the dog and I'm gonna make Lily come with me. So uh, come along. So that I can spend some time with her because I just wasn't seeing the kids as much in in that phase of uh, caring for him in the hospital. Right. So we went out for a walk, um, and we're walking down the street, and I'm I remember the doggy bags. A lot of times I don't remember the doggy bags. I'm glad I did because. Oh, well, and when you don't, what do you do? Um, I'll use like a if Jade poops, I'll use like a. A leaf? I'll find a big leaf and use it as like a glove and then I'll just
0: throw it all into the woods. What woods?
1: Well the the woods like on my walk, like trees. Not someone's front
0: yard. There's there's, not a lot of woods where we're around here so you're throwing it on somebody's property, man. I mean there are trees in like
1: little wooded areas, like (laughs) unmowed areas of people's yards. Okay, yeah, people's (laughs) yards.
0: Okay, but the wooded parts of people's yards that they never go into.
1: The thing about Jade is she likes to, like we'll be walking. All of a sudden, I'll realize up oh, the leash is getting taut, and I'll look back there, and she's popping a squat in the middle of the street.
0: Yeah, Barbara does the same. Like thing.
1: she doesn't go to the grass in somebody's yard. She's very respectful of that. She she goes to the like not even in, on the lane of the street where she's walking. Like on the edge, she will like go to the middle of the road and like yeah, she I want to have to
0: a, I want to have a wide berth as I. I That's funny because Barbara, birth Barbara does the same poop. thing and I have always thought that that was, I was doing something wrong. Like it just, she's stupid. Like she's not, she doesn't understand. We never told her that she shouldn't do that.
1: that. That, yeah, it feels more natural to do it on the grass or some dirt. But it's easier to clean
0: up when it's on the concrete.
1: I like, I like to like throw some dirt or some leaves on it before I pick it up. So I do not like it being on the,
0: Dirt. I don't like just grabbing. You're like Mister Leon throwing sawdust on vomit. Yeah, he was the janitor at our Blue Creek Elementary. Um, May he rest in peace.
1: Great man. So anyway, she pops a squat in the middle of the street, and I'm like, you know. Then I'm cleaning it up with the bag. You know, you put your hand. You know how to do this. You put your hand in the bag, then you grab it, and you turn it around in your hand. But it still is really bothersome to me. It's not like, so warm. It's so warm, and I yeah. feel like. It's coming through this bag in some way, that's why well, I like it probably to put is a little bit nature sawdust, like whatever I can find, I like try to let that some mulch from somebody's yard, yeah yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, a
0: little bit of mulch, yeah i they don't need this,
1: yeah, have you seen me do this
0: <laughs> yeah, you're act- the way you, the the objects in your story as is, is as if you're on a hike in Yosemite, but really, <laughs> right. you're in the suburbs of Los Angeles <laughs> where there's no woods, it's just trees in people's yards and the mulch that they have so carefully arranged, and you're using it. I don't miss a little that's bit of
1: sawdust. So then I'm carrying this bag around and we turn the corner and we're going up the street. And I you know, I will say at this point, because this is the point of the street where it usually happens, there's this car that's typically parked there that has a vanity license plate. You know, me and my bumper stumpers. I've always noticed the vanity license plates. And there's um there's a license plate that says Mr. Noodle. Oh. Which, um, for those of you who don't know, Mr. Noodle is a live action uh mime character in Elmo's world, the Sesame Street series. And he was kinda like a clown without makeup he would do like clownish things and uh, and then there, Mr. Noodle had a brother, Mr. Noodle. And like Elmo would voice over this whole like Mr. Noodle. You remember, you know Mr. Noodle, right? Never
0: watched it. Lily was really into Elmo, I think um, Lincoln was too. I saw, I saw the controversy coming, I never let my kids, I just sensed it, never let them, let them watch it. Oh,
1: I separate the man from the puppet. Well that's and, and a Mr. difficult thing to do when his hand is in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it pretty, pretty, pretty much becomes a dead Elmo when you take him out of the.
1: Okay good point, I have no response to that. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm not even gonna tell my story now. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, I I will clarify that there are no controversies that I know of associated with Mr.
0: Noodle or his brother Mr. Noodle. <laughs> Even though with that name you would think there would be. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if anybody's problematic, it's probably Mr. Noodle. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Uh, the Mr. Noodle's brother, Mr. Noodle, was played by the guy from uh, Evening Shade, who oh, I love that guy. Uh, Who was also in The Green Mile. Oh yeah. But I great. can't be more specific about what his name is. But Must- anyway, mustache. So there's license plate, Mr. Noodle. And then sometimes, but on a rarer occasion, I'll see another car, and it says the license plate says Doctor Noodle. I'm like, oh, there's a family of noodles that live around here. What? And for so for like two years, I've seen these vanity license plates. So it's just a part of my life. And like sometimes we'll you know we'll point it out. There's there's Mr. Noodles parked there again. That's just a little background. So we're walking now. I've got this poop bag in my hand. Lily and I are walking. We're we're I'm I'm catching her up on the situation at the hospital and everything, we're having a great conversation. But I'm bothered by the fact that I haven't even completed 30% of this uh, dog walk and I'm already holding poop in a bag. I do not like Mm. being that guy. Like I judge heavily the people I see walking their dog with like a big sack of poop in their hand. It's just like. You gotta offload that. What a loser. But I also, I hate seeing poop bags just laying around. It's like we are, We are humans, you know, we're at a point on the food chain where we need to love our Earth to the point where we can't just throw plastic poop bags down just because of pride. You see people throw plastic poop bags down? Not, I I, I see them laying down, I see evidence that they've been left places. Like when you go on hikes around LA, there's people who will like drop their poop bag and you know what they're thinking? They're thinking, I hate walking around with a poop bag. When I come back down the trail, I'll pick it up and throw it away. No, and you don't. When, and then when they see it, they're like, well, that could be anybody's poop it's bag It's not mine. <laughs> oh yeah, you conveniently forget about it. Yeah. I don't wanna be that guy, so I'm in a Catch-22 situation, so I tell Lily. I'm like, Lily, when I spot a trash can, yeah. we're gonna get rid of this thing. Now, the trash had come recently, so mo- it wasn't like all everyone's trash cans were out. But there are the, the stragglers. There's some stragglers, and you're looking for that. One out of 10. So I'm like, we're looking for stragglers around this corner and go down this other dead end street. I'm talking to her like this, and she's like looking at me like, are you
0: okay? And let me say before you, before you proceed, I believe in this, I'll just say that. Here's what I believe in. Okay? I'm like, Because it's a, it, we're, we're all humans. It's, pu- it's a public service. Yes, it's your trash can, but I'm not changing the dynamics of your trash. You know, I'm not throwing a chair in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or a it's dead a, body. It's a bag of poop. It doesn't change anything. You should be okay with it. If, it, if, when you're, th- if you didn't. Subject, pay. okay.
1: Right, I'm glad you're backing me up, but subject to some specific key points that I believe and that I wanted to relay to Lily because I needed her help. I think the first thing is you got to pick the right trash can. There's a green one for, oh, of course, there's a blue one for recycling, there's a black one. And I'm like, Lily, look up there. I see some stragglers. There's three trash cans. What I want you to do. And this is my second point is making your daughter do it? I want we got to The second point is we got to be clandestine.
0: Well, you we got to be, be You got to be sneaky. Even though, though I sneaky. completely believe in it, you still got to be Cause sneaky because you never
1: about know it. how the person is going to feel looking out their window and seeing somebody open their trash can and make a little deposit. Yeah. You don't know if they're going to run out with some sort of a firearm or at least I doubt that would happen. Armed to the gills with insults? That could happen. You know, in front of my daughter and my beloved Beast.
0: Because I will say that if I saw it happen. You'd be mad. You would feel anger instinctively. But I wouldn't say anything because I'd be like, you know what, for all the reasons I just said. But I understand. But your heart rate would go up and you'd have to to do some breathing. The tendency to be protective of your trash, I get it. It's your domain. It's not logical, but I get it. So I'm like, Lily,
1: we're, we're gonna subtly scoot over to the left side of the road. As we're walking, we're not gonna stop walking. I want you to go up to the trash can. I want you to gently lift the lid like three inches. All right? You don't have to open it all the way. I'm talking to her this
0: way. That's maybe over instruction, but okay. I'm like,
1: I just want you to just give me a little poop bag gap. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna swoop in, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it in there, and then you Hold just on. gently let go.
0: You made this a two person job? It that, needs to be a two person job. I I'm if holdin- I if I was there, I would have been like, This listen, is a bad idea. Listen, you short sighted amateur. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm walking a dog with a leash in one hand. I got poop in a bag in the other hand, and I got a daughter with two free hands. Like I got to teach her the ways, man. This is this is a teachable moment. I this would, is less
0: about what I need and more about what she needs. I would give her the poop and let her do the whole shebang. That's just what I would have done. Well, that's because you're, two hands. You're a cruel, unfeeling father. Lift with one, deposit I, with the other. And she's also a young woman, I which I example. think gives her she's gonna get a little more leeway. They're gonna be a little bit less likely to come out cussing or with a firearm. A little less (laughs) likely. So there's still a likelihood that your daughter could be
1: blasted with poop bag insults. And hey, if you're fine with that, your daughter can be thrown to the wolves. Then she could be taught a lesson. Then that would be the lesson. How do you deal with that? So I'm like, I just need three inches and three seconds and I'll take care of the rest. And she's like, Dad, this isn't a heist. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm with her. I'm like, just go, go. We're almost there. Just don't, just, just do the plan. And I'm talking like this now.
0: And You probably look suspicious. And by at the la- way.
1: and then she she grabs the green, no wrong I'm one. Like, no 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 no. no. You gotta go with the black one. You gotta go with the black. One. And then she like she get, she she gives me three inches on the black one, and I just make the deposit, and then. Whew, we, we immediately swing back over to the other side of the road and I'm like, yes. I think I literally out loud said, yes. Yeah. And at that moment I looked up and I saw a car with a person inside of it and their door was open. I was like, oh crap, there's there's somebody there. I think they saw us and they am like, oh, nope. He didn't see us. He was He was like in his car detailing his dash. But he was. The owner of the trash can. He was on the same side of the trash can. He, ve- I would say, most likely, the man in the
0: car cleaning the dash was the owner of the three trash cans. Yes. Mm-hmm. I panicked for a moment. But te- as I said stated before, not really the owner. They're on loan from the from the city. He's renting it. Yeah. So I mean, we're all we're all paying for Put it. Put yourself in his shoes, Rhett.
1: I was a bit afraid until I realized. And I told Lily he didn't see it. He didn't see anything. We succeeded. We are amazing. You know what, I hope Jade craps again, right now, so we can just do it again, it was exhilarating. It was like on the edge. The dude was like rubbing his dash down with like some Armor All situation. Yeah. He, was like, he was like me like when I first got my 1987 Nissan pickup and I thought that I was gonna wax it and it was already so old that when I waxed it, like it basically just took the paint off you of it. You saw like chrome underneath. Yeah, <laughs> like, like sheer metal. The dude was going at it. He never looked up. I was like, oh, that's your fault, man. You're too into your dash to see who's making the stash in your can. Okay, what happened though? Okay, yeah, I should get on with this story. So I walk by and we go all the way to the end of the road, but then we have to turn around and we're walking back and I'm like, oh, the guy's still there. And then I notice from this new vantage point, I can see the license plate on the car and it says, Dr. Noodle. Oh gosh. So then, without saying anything to Lily, as I'm as we're walking by, again his door's open, one foot's out, and he's still on that dash, just grinding it. It's just oh, like it's a dirty dash. <laughs> it was a shiny dash by this point. Uh, we get up next to him, and I'm probably as far from here to that wall, so like I don't know, seven feet away. And at that point, without really. Planning out what I'm gonna do, I just went with the feeling. Mm. I, I, you know, surprise. I was I was feeling I was feeling on top of the world after what had happened. And I I point at him. And I say, "You must be Doctor Noodle." And, and he he looks up from his dash. And the look on his face went from surprise, someone speaking to me, to like jaw-dropping amazement and he says, you know me? (laughs) (laughs) And then before I could say anything in response, (laughs) he said, I know you too. (laughs) (laughs) And I I never stopped Uh, walking. uh, What? I never stopped walking and I said, Cool man. You have a good day. Oh
0: gosh, man. And then, You're such a moron. And, then, and then, <laughs> then Lily leans over. Oh gosh. As we're still walking, she leans over. You were over. afraid of him because of what you had done. That's L- why you didn't stop. Lily leaned over and she said, What's
1: happening? <laughs> I was like You're yeah. I was like, We just met Doctor Noodle. That's what's happening. Then we walked around the corner. Well who the hell is Doctor Noodle? Well, he uh, I don't know, he's that guy. But here's the thing, he had this amazing look on his face and it was as if I had gone up to Clark Kent on the streets of Metropolis with his glasses on and I said, you must be Superman. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was like, it was one of those, oh, you you know me? It was like, what? It's like when someone has a name tag on and they forget and you think you're cute because you're like, Steve, what's up? And they're like, (gasps) You know me, you right? Know, it's
0: like, but people don't typically say, "You know me." But then he also he he, but you know, he also knew me since then. I though, guess from the internet. Since then, he has realized why you said that. I walked around. Think, the, what do you mean? Because of his he license saw the plate. license plate. Yeah, I mean, he he realized he was like, how do, oh,
1: but yeah. he did know me. I guess from.
0: Why did you not, you, did, you didn't stop
1: subconsciously
0: because I was, of the I was poop. walking
1: a dog, I wasn't standing mm-hmm. a dog.
0: You, did, you may not even realize why you didn't stop. You didn't stop because of you felt guilt over the poop. Because, Walked around the corner and guess what
1: we saw? We saw in the other car and from that vantage point it said Mr. Noodle and we were like, look, Lily, one down, one to go. One day we might just get to meet on, Mr. Noodle. A, hold on, it's the same, same house, right? Yeah but I, I'd like to think there's a doctor
0: and a Mr. Noodle living there. There's two cars, but you met the doctor. I met the doctor. I'm just really interested in I don't who's doc. He he obviously does something. I think he's a dash doctor. He's a car doctor. Update to the
1: story just to provide a little
0: color commentary. You, what I'm saying is, you could have found out by just stopping. I didn't want to have a
1: conversation, Rhett. I was just being nice. I I think I made his day. Okay. Maybe he made yours through that story. Uh, I was walking. Jade yesterday, and I walked past uh, Dr. Noodle and Dad Gum. If he wasn't out there again, second time, and guess what he was doing? He had the hood open of the same car. He's cleaning the engine. He was,
0: he was cleaning the engine. Yeah, he's getting ready to, sell, a, he, he's getting ready to sell that car because cleaning the engine doesn't do anything except make people think that your car is cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think, I think, Look how clean this engine is. <laughs> I think he just it's had to go another 10,000 miles. He's a shine
1: doctor. He's the doctor of car shine. You know me? What kind of car is it? I know you too.
0: Is it like a car that he was would like take to a, a car it was show?
1: Like a, it was like an Accord. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's going to the Accord car show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, he, he recognized me and I will say, that's probably the most enjoyment I've ever had about over being recognized, spoiler alert. Oh, it's all downhill from there. Well. In the negative maybe. sense. Maybe not, because I, I don't wanna be negative about being recognized, but, but let's, we, so let's w- wrestle w- You know with that. what, we're, not,
0: we're gonna be honest about being recognized. Ear Biscuits is supported by Live Nation. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through
1: May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer
0: shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, yeah. Alanis Morissette, okay. Cage the Elephant. Why not, Janet Jackson? Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma. Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more
1: for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now.
0: You know we talked about this from time to time if you If you've listened to the show for a, a, a while, you know that we tell a story or two about being recognized in certain places and what we said and what the person said. Uh, we might retread a few of those, but we're doing it in the context of answering this question of like what is it what does it do for us like mentally, emotionally, what is it like? To be to to be recognized in public. How do we deal with it? What do we think about it? And this could come across as a little bit like uh, self-aggrandizing. I think is the word that you used when we were thinking about doing this. Yeah, when I pitched the topic, podcast. I was like, "Let's
1: do something self-aggrandizing." Yeah, you know, like talk about get how often we're recognized.
0: Yeah, but uh, we're doing it in in the because we we have this conversation, and I think that because. Uh, you listener are perhaps the kind of person that if you saw us in public, you might feel like you had to Dr. Noodle us. And uh, (laughs) if you do, uh, then this might give a little perspective. And uh, I don't know where it's gonna go. There's no agenda. We're not like trying to land at some sort of like public recognition ethic or anything. Maybe we will by the end of this. I have a little story that I can start with that happened uh, recently and uh, I think it kind of feeds into a part of my perspective on this, and that is, um, I think part of the positive for me, and this is just a totally selfish positive, is that there are times that I am with someone. Might be my family, it might be friends, and getting recognized when I'm with someone, you know, it gives you this little like, hey, yeah, I got recognized. It's the sort of the self-centered, egotistical part of me responds to the fact that hey, I was in a group of people and I got recognized. And then there's a, and then when you're with your family, Some, someone that you care about their opinion of you, right? And then you know, like if I'm with like my mom, gets such, such a kick out of it, right? Like my mom will introduce herself. My mom will be in a conversation with somebody in public, and then just in the middle of the conversation, just throw out, "Do you know Retin Link?" Just so then she could be like, "Well, Rhett's my son," (laughs) right? You know. So if I'm out in public, and then we get recognized, like she gets a kick out of that, so I kind of get a kick out of it. Well, and my brother and his boys (laughs) recently came out and spent some time with us, and um, we were uh, we went we took them down to the West Side. You know, the only time you go to the West Side if you live on the East Side is when you've got family in town. You don't ever go on there, go over there on your own volition. It's just like oh we yeah, got yeah we got people in town. Let's show 'em let's show them Los Angeles that we never see. So we went to uh, you talking Santa Monica? We went to Santa Monica. You're talking Venice Beach? Uh we didn't do Venice Beach. Okay. We, we have done Venice Beach with them. But you know, you need that like once a five, every five years. Yeah. So we were at Third Street Promenade, you know, the outdoor mall situation down there. We go into the urban outfitters because, you know, it's different over there. <laughs> I guess. Just, I mean, it got, it's just feels different, it's west side. Uh, no, so we're going through and then all of a sudden I realize that there is a dog, just a, a bulldog, like you, an American bulldog. You, are you about to tell me you got recognized by a bulldog? <laughs> yeah, well. Because <sighs> that, that is a first, man. There's a, an American
1: bulldog. There are cats that watch Good Mythical Morning, I hate to tell you that, but we get lots of screenshots yeah, of I, cats watching you our You think show. you
0: get lots of screenshots? Oh, yeah, people yeah. send them to me all the time. But not, not as much dogs. I appreciate the views. I mean, he still, <laughs> it still adds to the ad revenue, even if it is a cat. Uh, but the uh, this American bulldog is walking around without a leash in out, Urban Outfitters, and I was like, "Is this like? Is this what they do on the West Side? They have like mascots that roam, roam the stores?" Please tell me that he spoke English, please. <laughs> and then I hear someone say. The dog's name, which I don't remember, let's just say Spot, which it wasn't. Spot! Get, get over here. And I look up in the the source of the voice and ostensibly the owner of the dog, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid.
1: Now, for those of you who don't fully know who Dennis okay, Quaid well, okay, is. Okay,
0: you don't this is that's what my story's about. Okay. I because okay. Okay, so right. Dennis Quaid Because all I was about to say was I can't answer that exactly. But uh Dennis Quaid was a very, very, very famous movie star, right? Like back in the in the time of movie stars. Like back when if you were in movies in the eighties, it's a big freaking deal, right? Like there, there was celebrity culture was way, way smaller. So he kinda comes from that old guard. What's his biggest movie?
1: Oh gosh.
0: Can you look that up but keep going? Uh, He's been in a bunch of stuff. He continues to act. He's like in a new uh, insurance campaign or whatever but. Oh. uh, He had on snakeskin boots first of all, which was impressive. So my brother obviously gets a huge kick out of this because he's a 40 something year old man and so obviously he knows who Dennis Quaid is and we got a kick out of the fact that Dennis Quaid has a dog off leash in Santa Monica. (laughs) in an urban outfit. Which seems like the kind of thing that you would feel like you had the right to do if you were Dennis Quaid, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I could do anything, I was a movie star in the 80s, I can walk around with my dog off off its leash. I do have to tell it to come to me over and over again, but a leash would help with that. Mm. But Cole got a big kick out of it, and then he's literally saying kind of what you were getting at. Cole's like, you know, it's kinda crazy, like you come in here and you see Dennis Quaid, but you know, like these kids in here, they probably more readily recognize you than Dennis Quaid. They probably don't even know who Dennis Quaid is. Literally five seconds later, a group of four teenage girls walks by us and they're saying, that was Dennis Quaid. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Ah.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? It's Dennis Quaid. You know why, because he was in that, the movie about the dolphin girl. Parent Trap. He's in Parent Trap? That was the remake of Parent Trap. Dolphin Girl's course, not Parent Trap, I just up.
0: saw Jacob held up Parent What's Trap. What's the
1: dolphin girl, with a, the, the girl, he Free got, Willy? <laughs> not unless her leg was Free
0: Willy. I mean, she got her leg bitten off. By a dolphin? <laughs> no, by a shark. <laughs> okay. but that's a mean-ass dolphin. <laughs> you mean the girl that lost she, an arm? She lost her arm to a shark. It, uh, Soul Surfer or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a dad
1: in that. Yeah.
0: That's how they know, her. know him. No Dolphins involved. But they know his name. And they, you know what I'm saying? Like, that means they, they people watch. And then, what about you, you, though? Well, I will say that then they did see me and okay. they did, they did. It's not as good of a story oh, sh- when, they, when they recognized me, okay, but, but they, they did. did also recognize me. Was that after you asked them if they knew who you were? I did not. Okay. Appro- I did not approach them, and I heard. I they, they saw me, and then one of the girls was like, "It's crazy, we're seeing everybody in here," or something like that. Like, so. Um. Anyway, that Dennis Quaid man. Shout out to Dennis. That's if you want. If you want to hang out at the dog park where you don't need a leash, the only appropriate place where the dogs don't need to be on a leash, hit us up. A lot of people, like I said at the top,
1: when they recognize me, like last night, we were walking to. Meet friends, including you and Jesse, at um, where were we? Highland Park. Yep. Somebody comes around the corner, like, "Hey, man, let me. Can I? I know you. Can I take my take a little video with you?" And I'm like, "Oh, video. Ooh, videos. Ooh. I, I'm always like, we can just grab a selfie." But I didn't say that.
0: That's interesting because I got the I got a video request said this video, week as well.
1: And, and usually they'll ask like, "Can you say so and so to this person?" But instead, he just held it up like a selfie, as if it was a photo but he was doing video and I waved. So he's like, uh, that's actually never happened before. And then he said, does this happen a lot? And so whenever I'm recognized, I do get that follow-up. I do think that, like you said, people wanna know if they're the only one that does this or if they're, maybe I guess if they're, am I being annoying because this has happened five times as you rounded the block? So I guess I'll answer that question a little bit in the middle. I I think it's, it does happen a lot. And basically every single time i i go out now it's it's multiple times i mean it's you know i i had to run errands with with the kids and I went to the grocery store and then the drugstore next door and then we got in the car and drove a block away and went to like this poke bowl place mm. I walked in the grocery store and i got i got recognized and then i went i was walk, i was checking out at the at the drugstore and I got recognized. And then we went to the Pokeball place and the guy working there said something else that I've started to get more frequently and that is the question, has anyone ever told you that you look a lot like a guy from the internet? That happens quite a bit. And so what I say to that is I do get that a lot actually. And the reason why I say that is cuz like one of my kids is usually with me and I like messing around with people and like making them right. feel feel like and and Lily was like, "Dad, this is not this is not a heist." No, she said that for the other. <laughs> one. For this thing she said, "Dad, it is it is him. Don't he, he likes to mess with people." because when we were i think i told the story when we were in london at the harry potter thing like these kids were like excuse me sir <laughs> have you ever tiny tim have you ever been told <laughs> that you, you look sound like a tiny like, tim you look like someone from the internet i'm like yes exactly i i've get it a lot that i look exactly like someone from the internet exactly and i kept saying that and they're like Nodded their heads and walked off. Yeah, right. Then they came back later and got pictures because yeah. I was in a confined environment where we were right. all going through a tour together. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, after it, it, I should just say that like it's freaking surreal to find yourself walking around and just and and it's happening. I don't know. I I don't know if we're the most popular we've ever been, but it's happening more now than ever. Like it continues to happen more and more. Right. I think it's the nature of just the popularity of the medium. Like more and more people are watching, even if you don't watch our videos, you can't escape our thumbnails. Yeah. And so I think, and that brings me to a theory about something else which I'm sure we'll get into about what you hear people saying a lot but, well I don't know if we're the most popular we've ever been but we're the most visible. Definitely. And I guess maybe they're the same thing? Well. And so it's happening a lot and I just wanna say, I'm extremely grateful because it's an indicator Right. of things working, like, oh, our, we, we create our stuff to be seen, yeah. and so when people see it and we get recognized more, it's like, that's a good sign, oh, oh, this is working. It's also freaking surreal because in my innermost being, I have a hard time actually thinking of myself as a famous person. Yeah. Like I it's like I don't think of myself as an adult either a lot of times. I mean, I know how my brain works. I know the thoughts and feelings and processes I go through and I feel like I, I might as well be a 4th grade a lot of times, you know? <laughs> I can and attest to that. And in a similar way, I feel like I know what fam- I know who famous people are. I mean, <laughs> I've I've seen Parent Trap <laughs> the remake with Dan, Dan, Dennis Quaid. Um but I just don't feel like I'm one of those people. But you know what? I guess I am because well, I get recognized I, <clears throat> everywhere. And I, I think
0: go. that that's the, there. There's a few dynamics. I mean, one is, um, like you said, it is it's an indicator. So be grateful. It can be a little bit of a of a of a nuisance uh, at times. Now, it, in the moment, I'm never. I, th- I want to make this clear. In the moment unless somebody says or does something that is particularly annoying, which we'll get into, I appreciate it and I don't hold it in, there's nothing against an individual who comes up and recognizes me, but it's this, the sometimes going into the situation knowing that it could happen is just a little, that, that's what's annoying, not the person who did it, but just the dynamic of the, the fact that it could happen. For instance, we were coming back from someplace and uh, I was like, I'd like to, I'd like to make some burger. I can't remember what it was. I think I was I wanted to to make some burgers, and I'd like watched a YouTube video about like the perfect skillet burger or whatever. And I was like, I'm gonna make these burgers with this really nice beef or whatever. And Jesse was like, okay, well let's. I don't have any of that stuff, so let's just go by the grocery store. And uh, we pull up to the grocery store, and I'm like, ah, can you can you go? She was super tired. She was like, I don't want to go in. If you if you want to cook this stuff, you go in. I was like, I don't want to go in because I just. I really don't want to be recognized right now. It wasn't like I was having a bad hair day or something. <laughs> it was just I was like, I just don't. Sometimes I get into the grocery store and well, you I, have to. I have be, to have multiple interactions.
1: Yeah, but and and they have to they have to be for that person. You know, every interaction you have is for that person. It's not for you. I don't go into the grocery store unless I'm taking someone I want to impress. I guess. You know? well, well, I, don't, I don't go into these places saying I wanna, I wanna stop and have interactions yeah, and yeah, yeah. that are for that person to make them Sometimes you, know, you might be in that special. mood which
0: I wanna talk about that, but sometimes you're in the I don't wanna get recognized mood because I just wanna get in and get out. And I No don't, one would win. I don't, because I want the interaction to be something that is positive and memorable to this person, because I do care about anyone who watches what we do enough to know who we are, I care about that person, so I don't wanna be an asshole yeah. to this person even if I'm feeling uh, particularly like an asshole at the time yeah but um so Jesse was like you're not gonna get recognized at the grocery store like she was basically trying to manipulate me so I would be the one to go in because like she had her feet up on the dash oh she did speaking of dirty dashes I know a guy <laughs> I know a guy I needed to call Dieter noodle to buff out <laughs> those doc Martin stains <laughs> but um so not a not a not a sponsor. Uh, and I don't know why I felt the need to say what brand of shoes my wife had on at the time. Oh, I uh, thought you were saying Dr. Noodle's not sponsored, but he will be. <laughs> um, So Locke and I go in together, literally, I walk in to the grocery store and I'm like, where are the, what do you call the things? Carrying things? Baskets. Baskets. I was like, where are the baskets at? And a guy's like, oh, right over here. You from Good Mythical Morning? <laughs> it was literally the first guy that we talked to and Locke just got a kick out of it because he was like, Mom said you wouldn't get recognized. And then it happened yeah. two more times in the seven minutes that I was getting the three ingredients that I needed. And again, it wasn't, it's not like it was some big inconvenience, but it was just like, again, you feel like, all right, if this person has a question, they wanna get, a, you. I wanna give them the time that, this is a one chance and they wanna have a, a, an inter- interaction that's special or whatever. Right. And so, But I just wanna get burgers and go. But so, but then there's the opposite end of the spectrum which is I remember one time our friend Gar um, who we met Tony Hale through and obviously Tony at this point is like a huge star and would be recognized basically anywhere that he went. Um, at the time he was pretty much known for Arrested development. Yeah. And not uh, Veep had not started. Veep had not started yet. And he wasn't like going to be the freaking main character in the upcoming Toy Story. But uh, were you up for that role or something? Why'd you get angry? <laughs> My I'm friend
1: not, got more famous. <laughs> God.
0: I'm not angry. No. Um, but in fact, he, if anybody should ha- get what he's gotten, it's him. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, but Gar said, you know, He was joking because Gar has this way of like finding this thing out about you and or assuming something about you in a way that is just funny, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was like, you know, sometimes Tony, you know, whenever Tony needs a self-confidence boost, he just goes to the Apple store. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're arrested development. Right, because the people who work at Apple or and or shop at Apple at the time, Gar's joke was that there was a lot of crossover. Those people were the Arrested Development crowd and they would recognize him. Now, th- he didn't actually go to the Apple, store. he went to the Apple Store to get a product, but that was that was Gar's like, little joke because he was like, anytime he's been with him in Apple Store, he's gotten recognized. So and you whenever, must do this for self-confidence boosts. Whenever we wanna get a
1: self-confidence boost, we go to the meat section in the Rouse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't That's know. That's where the
0: Mythical Bees hang out. No,
1: I, I I was making a statement more about us and like our
0: proclivity to eat, butchered (laughs) refuse. But I will say. The back of the butcher counter. The stuff they don't put out front. Those are the two dynamics, right? There's the, I'm in a situation right now where I'm at the airport and I'm trying to move to a location or I'm in an amusement park and I don't wanna suddenly uh, have to get a picture with somebody because that might lead to this other person wanting a picture and this other person wanting a picture. There are situations like that where it's, it seems like an inconvenience. And then there are times where it's just like, you know what, and I, this is never something that you think, but it's just like, oh, I'm with these people right now, or I'm in this place right now. right? I'm in this place that I think the people here are particularly cool or something. I have some reason to think that these, pe- these people have a particular taste in comedy. Boy, it'd be cool to get recognized here. I, again, this isn't an actual conscious thought process, but this is sort of the emotional undercurrent that is happening. From time to time, because you remember that when we yeah, were there in- are times when we want to be
1: recognized. Like I'm, in, I'm in this, co- I'm in Melbourne, Australia, and I think this is the, one of the coolest places I've ever been. And then if I feel like I'm in one of the coolest places I've ever been, is somebody with a cool backpack meets me on the the bridge going over the river. Yeah, and I get recognized, even if they don't know that we have a show that night. I can get over that because I'm like, oh, that was a cool backpack. I really, I like that person's taste in backpacks and they like my show, so hmm, there's a correlation there. I'm cool, (laughs) (laughs) right.
0: Therefore, I am cool. (laughs) Right. Well, you remember, so we were in New York and we were uh, somewhere at Lower East Side or something. We're walking along and there are like six to eight guys sitting on this stoop and basically like, it feels like a television show. Like it's like this is a scene from a movie, this isn't normal, this isn't
1: like these. It was nighttime and it was a bit seedier than a, than like, this wasn't network TV, this was like, this could be like a scene in an HBO CD yeah, yeah. movie. Yeah,
0: like The Wire. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't Baltimore, it was New York. And so you got these guys kinda sitting on this stoop and uh, some guys who were sort of embodying the grittiness of the area, <laughs> shall we say. Right. Uh, we were fish out of water, walking by. Or like, we walk by, we actually get past them. And all of a sudden, a guy's like, hold up! We might have even sped up, honestly. Red and Link! And I'm like, w- what? And then a guy who, um. I'm just describing him because this is, he's actually known on the, on the internet for this. He calls himself T-Rex. Uh, I think he's got an, an Instagram. But he, do, he, he does not have arms, he has hands. He, has, he just has hands and no arms. And he, he wears this as like a badge of honor, like he, he didn't have a shirt on, it's like it's his thing, he has fully embraced it. Yeah. And so he comes up to us and he's like, I'm a big fan, and he's like telling the other guys and like another guy's like, Yeah, I know who they are, or whatever. And then I, I I was blown away. I was like, This interesting combination of the coolest guys who've ever recognized us <laughs> are saying that they know that they're fans and then and then he explained who he was and like how he, he like he puts on like a, a T Rex head and goes around and does T Rex motions. <laughs> but that was this thing that we talk we talk about that all the time because it was just like those guys watch yeah we're in yeah it's we're in <laughs> we're in each other's orbit it's weird and cuz in a cool way and then again i, I know we i feel like we i want to constantly apologize for we're just trying to be honest about the way our thoughts work it's like i'm not trying to be like oh look at we get recognized by cool people i'm trying to explain the psyche of what it does to you and what it could do to us uh, I could easily see how this could become something that you sort of rely on, like an injection into your arm.
1: But I, you know, I'm saying.
0: So I think a healthier
1: response, and is to, you know, if I'm going to err on the side of something, it's being over it versus desiring it. And so I guess I take, I I guess it's a good sign that like the struggle that we have is being gracious and continuing to be grateful. So being gracious to the person, uh, no matter what they say, if it's awkward or if it's unintentionally insulting.
0: Well yeah, which that's, happens a a cat- lot. that's a whole category we can get into. That's
1: in a whole second. category. But then switching to um, being gracious, like I said, and grateful, so like at, at how we feel about it. And so I, we can land there in a, in a few minutes I think, But and also talk about boundaries, because I'm starting to think about that and I have one story, but before we do, I do think that it, you know, the, there are unintentionally insulting things, and I think we've talked about these before. And, and it's just funny. It's not that we're actually no, not. Well, not a, I, I don't not, know. Well, maybe th- go through them, and then we'll see there's if one situation if where it actually hurts, or if it's just kind of funny, and that's why we're talking. Yeah,
0: about I don't. I've told the story before about the one time I was at the airport and we were panicking and we had missed a flight, and somebody came up, and I think I was probably as short as I have ever been with somebody, but. Um. But the tip, I would say seven, I don't think I'm ex- exaggerating, 70% of the time, people say one of two things. One is, I used to watch you all the time. Right. And the second thing is, my, fill in the blank, cousin, sister, kid, mom, brother, is the biggest fan.
1: Somebody besides Somebody me.
0: besides the person who's coming up to you. <laughs> 70, so 70, and this is just anecdotal, but 70% of the time, somebody says something that, It basically says that me currently, the one coming up to you, I'm not a fan. I don't care. (laughs) I used to care, or somebody else cares, right? And so that's so So I'm bothering you to tell you that I'm not.
1: I'm not really into you. Is it like is the worst interpretation? And
0: basically, what I say every time is, if somebody says my so and so is a big fan, I'm like, you're not. I that's what I say. And then if somebody (laughs) says I used to watch, I'm like, why'd you stop? Because I, tw- I mean, I'm not, being, I'm not being a jerk, I'm just yeah. legitimately like okay. Well it's a little jerkish. I say,
1: if they say I used to watch, I'll say, like the guy in the uh, poke bowl place, who like, I had to wait for the order so like we ended up talking to him for like eight minutes. But the kickoff was I used to watch you. After he said, D- has anyone told you you look like a guy from the internet that I used to watch? I guess it was like <laughs> to put it all together. And I'm like, well we're still doing it, man. And that's when it starts to feel like, yeah, we're getting recognized more, but we got the, all these people who are recognizing us for not watching anymore. What does that mean? We're falling off, and like it, it plays into my insecurities. And I'm like, ugh, it's the, yeah,
0: you know. And so that's not healthy. But so my conc- well, my first of all, I think if you're talking about like our, uh, you know, our emotional state, this is good. This is good, right? This is good. It's I don't want to be somebody who is constantly like- Adulated. Adulated and built up by other people because A, it makes me feel a little uncomfortable, but also it turns you into a jerk. I mean like it's very difficult if you are just a normal person, even if you're normal well-adjusted person who, like this all happened to us after we were fully adults, with kids, married, we got lots of things in our lives that ground us. But even with all those things in place, if suddenly everyone is cares about you because of something you did and they and they wanna be around you or they want, that can create problems. You can become a person that no one wants to be around. So we're constantly guarding against that. But it helps when 70% of the time people recognize you, they're kind of insulting you. Well. <laughs> it, I, kinda I, ba- they, it kinda balances things actually, out.
1: Obviously they're not intentionally insulting us but, and I think it's an insecurity that leads to it being interpreted as an insult. But it's also a good thing it's also a positive indicator that, like, our our work is getting out there. And again, I want to talk about our work and not talk about us because that's what I want this to be about. It's the stuff that we create, even if we're the center yeah, of the yeah, show, or whatever. It's a sign that it's getting out there to the point where even if you don't watch it, you know about it. Like it's like people pay millions in in marketing for just that to happen. Awareness, not even enjoyment. Yeah, you know, awareness is. Arguably, just as powerful, you know. It's like I've got an opinion about something that I don't even actively watch.
0: Yeah, you know. Well, and and I think that's evidenced by the. So you're kind of talking about people who. That's a good sign. I don't aren't familiar, and and this is this is something that has happened repeatedly, that demonstrates what you're talking about is definitely the case that people just kind of kind of know. A, they don't know the name of the show. B, they don't know who our names. But. The most interesting and funniest thing that has happened is I'll be with someone who is not you.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. This most recently happened with my brother, same trip when he was in town. And somebody came up and they were like, uh, oh, um, you're you're that guy. You you're 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 that guy from the internet. And I, and I helped him. I was like, Yeah, good mythical morning. And they're like, Yeah, 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 yeah. And then my brother's with me and they're like and you're the other guy. And, uh-huh. and my brother was like, "Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> so, he's your brother." And that's so the thing that, we got a picture, right? What's, why not? The two of us got a picture with this woman.
1: Ironic what and that, that not, happened like five times. Ironically, was I not like a block and a half away, and we had just split up to go in different stores at that moment? No, that wasn't okay. that day. It was a different day because that happened then too. No, someone got a picture with you, and you didn't tell him that I was across the street. Yeah, they they, they were
0: me. Uh, that's a lot of times people are like, "Where's Link?" And ninety nine percent of the time, I'm like, "Well, I don't know. I don't have a geo tag on him or whatever. Right. I have one on you, so I all, I tell
1: him exactly where you are. That's why you get recognized so much. But people, in that, people are going after you. In
0: that moment, you were literally on the opposite street corner. I was watching it happen. Where's Link? I which, don't know. Which, I can <laughs> I currently see him over your shoulder, <laughs> oh but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sick him on you. Sometimes
1: I like to, if people are taking a picture with you, I like to sneak up at the last second and get in the photo. Kinda of like how really famous people do when they're like in the Marvel
0: Universe and then they, they show up and sneak in the photos. Well and that, cause you know what you were talking about with, I don't feel, again, I I watched that documentary about Bill Murray, um, which by the way, isn't I don't know if I could recommend it because I was kind of annoyed by the, the filmmaker and I just didn't like the way the film was made, but I really like Bill Murray and I really okay. like these stories about people. He shows up. He places. shows up, and he does these things, and he's built. I we're not Bill Murray, and I, but I also have this abiding sense that I can't, I could never do that because I'm this guy from the internet. There may be some circles that if I showed up, me and you showed up, it would be a big deal for people. But for the majority of people, there's one person in the group who knows who we are, and then everyone else starts asking. Why do you, care? Who, are, who are those guys? And then people start asking us. Oh, that's the worst. That happened in the coffee shop the other day. We were, we were down in Seal Beach where Locke had some basketball games and he had like a game in the afternoon and then a game at night so we had all this time to kill and we're walking around, going to this coffee shop. All these seals to kill, what did you say? Time to kill Okay, at, good. at Seal Beach. Okay, better. Did not kill any seals. Didn't even see any. Did you have a club? It's a misnomer. Uh, they show up when you have a club. I uh, go into this coffee shop and the and the uh, girl working the register is like, oh hey, uh, I'm a big fan of your show. And uh, we had a pleasant interaction. That's perfect. And um, then an older woman who was in line behind me, she was like, well what do you do? Oh gosh. This happens quite a bit. I hate having to explain what I do to people who don't actually well, care. ever since, I had a, I, a, a few dozen times I was like I, I got a show I got a show on the internet that you know well what do you do on the show like that conversation that annoys me okay in all the things that happen with getting recognized that is the thing that annoys me the most is you're making me tell you why someone that ju- So what I what I do now whether it's a, a a child who recognizes me and the parents are like why do they I say. I feel like it's even worse with the parents because they have a relationship with the person who knows us so that could be an easy right. way to have a conversation. It was worse when I leaned over, I turned to the girl who was waiting on me, the cash register and I said, she'll tell you all, all about it. <laughs> uh-huh. So th- so that's what I do now. It's like, what do you do? I said, well, ask her I and I. I mean, I know that I'm putting that person in a, a situation, but, and I know that I'm kinda seeming like a complete jerk now, and I, I've told you that the way I respond to these things, but it happens, I just have these sort of back pocket responses for people, so I used to watch, why'd you stop? Hey, hey, may I make a suggestion? I think
1: if you tweak your language a little bit, it could be a little more self-deprecating. Like if, instead of saying, well ask her, even with the up at the I, end. I say it nicely. Well, I know you say it nicely, but you could go a step further and you could say something like, I think it would be better hearing it from her, and then it's like. Well, what? I think the tone—he's he's embarrassed to talk about what
0: he does. He must be a porn star. I think the tone of I, I say, you know, then what? you got her. I say, then she's afraid to ask. I say it in a joking way, and all the other, all those responses, I know, I, I know. Say, so I say, she'll tell you all about it, <laughs> and then it usually just results in no one saying anything else, and I just get my coffee and start drinking it. Yeah, that's uh, I, don't, I don't like that either.
1: I when the parent is like asking. Multiple questions to figure out why the kid likes us. I mean, it's like you know. Well, and
0: it'd be one thing if it was like I'm an actor. <laughs> you know, it's like right, I right. Can't, it's hard to explain. If I tell you I'm a YouTuber, you'll have a question about that. Right. And then if I tell you what I do on YouTube, you'll have a question about that. Right. And then you'll just be like, I don't. Why is my child a fan of it, this? It's the same principle as
1: if you do get a selfie with somebody in like an amusement park or a crowded area, like a, a mall or something then there is a chance that like a little line will form which brings me to i think the biggest sensitivity to this whole thing is being out with our families um you know because it it really puts a wrench you know, we don't make public plans as a family that involve adding you know a uh, 10% margin to accommodate for you know us being stopped me being stopped and then having to separate from me so that they won't be in the photo. Or you know? Yeah. And then um so it I think it's very it it really tests their patience. And I fully understand that. Um or do I. I was at you know, we we went to the <laughs> Shazam movie premiere and uh they they had it was thrilling. Like we we did Instagram stories, like I had Shando with me and like you were in the Ferris wheel. Uh, with my wife, by the way, right? No, I was with my well, wife. Were you? Your wife and your daughter. I we're guess in a, we're in in the Ferris wheel. Different, different cart. Okay, and she's afraid of heights, so like I wanted to watch her be in that Ferris wheel, but I was. I'm glad you weren't there. It's mm. such a tender moment. Did she have a difficult time? <laughs> I think she did great. She she over she overcame some sort of Ferris wheel fear. <laughs> they freaking shut down the Hollywood Boulevard and set up a whole carnival, and then the, it was just invite only and. Um, you know, fortunately we got, we got in on that. And we're walking around getting free fair food and all this stuff and then Christy's like, turns to Lily when I'm standing there. She's like, look it's Sterling K. Brown. It, one of the stars of This Is Us, the mm-hmm. show that even mentioning it makes you cry. <laughs> they both love this show and they bonded over it and I, I know who the guy is, I haven't watched the show. And of course we had um, the other guy from This Is Us on Good Mythical Morning. Chris. Chris Sullivan, absolutely. Mm. Anyway, Sterling has not been on our show. We had never met him, but when my wife and my daughter are talking about how much of a connection they make with the show, and they're like geeking out, and like I actually think that Christy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull her under the bus with me here. I do think she said, oh "Yeah, maybe, maybe we can get a picture." He's sitting right there. Uh, he and his son, who um, is like grade schooler, we're like enjoying some fair food on a bench, and we were standing there whispering about him. And I'm like, I just was like, I'll I'll ask him for a photo. And they were like, oh, oh, okay. And I go up there and I'm like, Sterling, how you doing? And I I shook his hand, I was like, I'm Link, I'm, I just wanna let you know. And boy, as I'm telling this, there's a lot of faux pas here that we've discussed. The first thing I said was my I, wife. I used it, to be a fan. My wife and daughter are, huge fans, would you mind if I snapped a photo? So again, I was like, I'm not I, a fan.
0: I, I feel like, go on, but I feel like that's different. Okay? It, it is. Because they were there. That Yeah, it is different. And I'm not annoyed by it, I'm just saying it's just the case that most people say that. And Sterling K. Brown said he. No. His,
1: his face changed to this apologetic yet kind I can make you cry at will on television face. He said, this is really family time for me and my son. So uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna need to pass. Or he said, I don't know if he said I'm gonna need to pass but he said something like as the most gracious way. I was like, hmm, I'm gonna write that down. (laughs) And then I walked away like totally, I felt like a total jackass for asking him for the photo. And then I turned around and I yelled at Christy and Lily in front of everybody, look what you made me do! <laughs> no I didn't. I was like, he's having family time. Uh, and I was like, and then it like clicked for them too and they're like, and all three of us, it clicked in our minds I think at that moment, it's like, wait, I bet, I bet we could have that too. You know, it was like the we, tables. We could have family time? The tables turned where it was like, what if learning from my mentor sterling k brown um uh, i adopted a similar mantra when it came to i'm out i'm out in public but i'm having special time with my my mm-hmm. wife and my
0: kids this is a difficult one i don't i respected him totally and i, was, I felt it's I, I don't i don't I, I have no judgment of him and by no, the by the way i felt bad for
1: asking him i felt did like did you talk to him the other night at that thing he did not recognize we went to we went to a party and he was there and we might tell more of the details of that party later, so I want to save it. Okay. Except for the fact that like I shook his hand and I like looked in his eyes and I was like, Is he gonna recognize me as that guy? That, and like No, I'm he sure did, he wouldn't. He didn't. Now even though it was me and Christy
0: there this is, this is interesting them. because okay, at the same premiere, um a number of people uh, ten, I don't know, came at, up and asked to get pictures and with us. They got pictures with us. And some people like one of them was, it was a mom. She came up and she was like, "My son is a huge fan," and he was there. And she and 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 it turns out he was in the freaking movie. He was one of the kids in the family in Shazam. Yeah, and uh, we uh, and that I think two things are going on. Number one, we don't see ourselves on the level of Sterling Sterling K Brown, right? I know right. there are some people who are like, "That's ridiculous." There's no difference between what you do and what. Well, I'm just telling you that I, I I see him as a real celebrity, and I see myself as a YouTuber, and I know that's I'm selling whole platform short by saying that, but just mentally, because anybody can make a YouTube video. Not anybody can just go and say I'm on an episode of This Is Us. You can make your own show on YouTube just as easily as we can. Um, so it just feels like it's or a, can you? It it feels like there's a there's a different thing going on. Maybe he has experienced. Well, if I come to like, I'm bringing my kid to this thing, and if I get a picture with one person, it would lead to a picture with, and all of a sudden, this is about me and not about my son. Yeah. So I completely understand that. But for me, in the in when we were at the Shaz- Shazam premiere, I always feel like we sh- we don't really we shouldn't be there. Imposter syndrome. I'm like, wow, we're just too guys from North Carolina who just kinda of got lucky and nobody knows that we're just a couple of dumb rednecks and we put with that just know how to put hair product in.
1: And maybe if Sterling <laughs> K. Brown sees us get a picture with
0: somebody, then something will maybe we can be friends with him. Exactly. <laughs> and so when you're in this mode I yeah, I, I, I gotta admit, like, it's like, oh there's other real celebrities here. If somebody wants a picture with me, that that it, it, there's that dynamic. And so but Sterling Brown, Kay Brown, is not thinking about it like that. He's not. Tr- he isn't trying to impress anybody. Right. And so I guess when he get, you get to this centered, balanced place, you can say things like, I'm having family time right now, so I'm gonna have to pass. And you say that without apology. So are you now saying that that is what you're gonna say when you're with your family?
1: I think I'm going to when I go into certain situations, like if it's if it's a special event that I'm bringing one of my kids to because they are particularly excited about that and it is about, hey, I'm bringing you to this thing, we're talking about it and there's a build up to it and then we get there and there's, like I'm spending 10% of my time taking photos with people, I think that that sends, it's a missed opportunity to send a message to that child that like, you're the priority and this is about you, this is not about me. I think we've just broken down the psychology of what selfies could mean to us in a situation like that. And I think that, so I'm not saying across the board, but I'm saying I'm gonna choose, I'm gonna try to choose um, going into events like a mindset of doing that, like especially if it's, if it's an enclosed space where there's lots yeah. of people that could be fans. That's the, envi- I and, think the environment
0: that, is a big deal. If, so you're, walking, if you're walking one down the street. picture leads to another leads to another. If you're just walking down the street with your family, having family time, and somebody's like, hey, can I get a picture? Like that's a 10 second interaction or whatever. No, if they, they're, if they wanna start talking and they have a bunch of questions, at that point you may be like, I'm sorry, I, you know, I'm, really, I'm with my family now and I'm, people are still gonna think you're a jerk for doing it, just so you know because people are gonna be like, why can't he just give me a minute? That's just the way people are. Like you you are actually took a very mature perspective on the way that you responded to Sterling K. Brown and you're only able to do that because you can relate. But if, if somebody couldn't relate, they would just be like, he's kind of a jerk for doing that. They wouldn't go to the next step and be like, oh, that's sweet that he's doing that for his kid because there's this other dynamics that people don't understand going on. So I do think that the environment is really important. If I'm just out in the middle of somewhere where there's it's not like all of a sudden a crowd could form or somebody else I'm going to I'm going to say, "Okay, sure. Let's do a quick photo or whatever." But I do think that if it's a situa- like amusement parks are the are the supreme situation because you're there for your family to have a good time and one recognition and one picture leads to more and then it becomes Yeah. Uh, I, I the first time I went to to Disneyland with with my kids, right when people were starting to recognize this, I ruined their day. It it ruined their day, right? And because right. I was trying to be nice, and I'm like, I, oh, I, I I'm the approachable guy from YouTube. Yeah, of course you can get a picture with me. And that turned into I've got to get a hat. I've got to get a hat and sunglasses. And then I was felt like one of those douches walking around with a hat. and it, it, I'm wearing a hat and sunglasses at Disneyland so you won't recognize me. Excuse me, me sir, can level. I get a
1: picture with you because I've never seen someone so douche-like.
0: <laughs> but like I, your douche level is so high. I ruined my family's day so I do think that you kinda have to evaluate <laughs> the environment and then you have to have, like I'm sure he said that line, I'm sorry, I'm having family time right now so I'm gonna have to pass, he's he's worked on that line. Yeah. And He's made it as un you know d- disarming as possible.
1: Sterling K. Disarmament. That's what I'm gonna be doing from now on. Um, yeah, I think that's helpful. I think uh, I think that's a good stopping point, you know? Food for thought. I think this has been beneficial for us. I don't know what it's done for you, but thanks for
0: hanging in there. Hopefully it hasn't made you, know you incredibly nervous about, if you see this in public, I don't know what to do now that they talked about it like this. Just be yourself, just be yourself. Uh, be yourself and, Evaluate the uh, the the environment and we'll be doing the same thing. Yeah. But it's on us
1: to set uh the boundary. You know, leave that to us. We will crush you. <laughs> no, we won't.
0: You have a rec for us?
1: Oh yeah. Uh as a reward for hanging on so long, give you a recommendation. Um check baby check baby one, two, three, four, wreck, baby, rec. You know what I, I'd like to recommend uh going over and perusing and maybe participating in the Good Mythical Morning and Rhett Link Reddit threads, subreddits. Mm -hmm. Um, In in the uh, occasional times that I go through there, I'm encouraged about the the thoughtful exchanges that are happening uh, around uh, our content. Um, So check that out. Um, And then if you want more, relational and even deeper interactions with people, uh, other mythical beasts, then of course, I'll I'll tack on a recommendation for becoming a member of the Mythical Society. Um, But yeah, I I like the, I'm encouraged by the tone and the, the thoughtfulness of the exchanges on Reddit and you might, if you haven't been there, you might be pleasantly surprised in lurking and then joining in,
0: so those two subreddits. So there you have it. Well, thank you for joining us once again. We will be doing the same thing, just slightly different. We'll be talking about something different, but the same two guys sitting at the same table in the same formation. Link's voice may be a little bit different because he won't have a cold anymore. Hashtag
1: Ear Biscuits. Let us know what your thoughts are and don't be afraid to let it shine if the sun is hiding, then your teeth can make the difference in someone's life. Just smile, a little smile,
0: and brighten the environment. So that's an original, right? We don't have to pay anybody for that. I think that was painfully obvious,
1: yes. <laughs> I went to, you know, I was at I was at lunch yesterday. Are you done now? <clears throat> I'm not done. Oh. I could tell that I got recognized by someone who was seated with us and then they were seated further down and me and Chrissy were on a date and the whole time in the back of my mind I knew that there was this like, these people who recognized me were, you know, they were fans. Like it was a little more like giddy fan energy and so like I've learned to deal with the fact that like, okay, I know I'm being watched right now even though I'm on a date. Yep. It's like there was a couple of years there where it was like that did a number on me but I think I'm over that. But. I not, thought this was gonna end with, and I, I went know. and sat with them. We got a picture afterward, like we ended up leaving at the same time and they were they were waiting outside for me to come out. So at least they didn't approach me at the table. So I thought that was a nice boundary. But it was weird, because you know, you ever feel like you've been watched when you're on
0: a date? And it's actually much easier than people realize for you to notice that they've noticed you. And I. You e- don't even have to Even try. though I'm
1: oblivious. Right. So, thank goodness I'm oblivious. You noticed twice as much as I did.
0: I have a great vantage point. Okay, now we're done.